We're always telling your stories, and it's time someone tells ours. We're humans first, journalists second. We chose this career to give you a voice. Now we're voicing ours. It's true, journalism has much room for improvement, but not all hope is lost, and we want your trust back by humanizing one journalist at a time. We're sharing with you what we go through to bring you the news. The pain, the tears, the trauma, and the mental health struggles. It's painful, and sometimes we even work two jobs to make ends meet. But we all have something in common. The passion, the joy, and the love we feel for storytelling and holding the powerful accountable. That includes holding ourselves accountable. So here are stories from us. This is how we want to help improve the news industry. The Awakened Journalist is proud to present Media Healers by Emiliana Molina Fajardo. Hi everyone, welcome again to The Awakened Journalist, to our special project Media Healers. Today we're going to be speaking with Haley O'Brien. She graduated from the University of Marywood and she is currently based out of Pennsylvania. She quit the industry actually in March 2021 to take care of her mental health after she's been in the industry for about four years. She started her first job in market size 58 and her second job was actually a market size of four. Um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and let Haley say hello. How are you, Haley? Hi, Emmy. Thanks so much for having me and let me share my story. Of course, of course. Thank you for agreeing to speak with us. Um, so before we get to the whole mental health um, struggle and your journey on healing, um, let's start with why you decided to become a journalist. Sure. Well, since I was a kid, I've always been very active and enjoyed experiencing a lot of different things and meeting new people. So that's what really appealed to me about journalism. I really wanted to be a field reporter, go to different places and experience that. Um, once I was in college and studying it, I fell in love with um you know, why, you know, the real why that many of us are journalists is because we want um, a community that's informed and engaged. You know, we we see the value in what we do. So I saw that. And, and those are the two reasons why I like being a journalist. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think most of us would agree that it's it's a great platform to help others raise their voice and, and give their opinions. Um, Haley, I know you quit this year to take care of your mental health. Can you speak a little bit about that? And I know you mentioned you were diagnosed with ADHD as well as generalized anxiety. So what was the breaking point for you to quit the industry? Sure, there were a lot of different reasons why I left. Um, things were changing at the station where I was. My position was changing um, for reasons you know beyond my control and I didn't really wanna be a part of that, but also, um, things are changing very rapidly in the, in the industry. The pandemic changed things a lot. The pandemic made a lot of things more difficult for us. It made a lot of people um, more disrespectful towards us. And so, you know, there were a lot of times where I was like, I'm just so sick of it. And I felt so wrapped up in um, the election, the pandemic, um, you know, so many numbers and so much data and so much misinformation was going around that it was just very uh, frustrating and, and taxing on my mental health. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD actually when I was 18, um, tried different medications, but 
you know, it really wasn't that much of a hindrance on my education or my life at that point. So, you know, my ADHD got worse during the pandemic when I was working from home a lot. So I realized that the life that I had created before the pandemic, the very busy and active life I had was very ADHD friendly. I was so distracted and busy that um, I was kind of doing well. And then when life slowed down for me, um, I really struggled to be stuck at home, not be out socializing, not be able to go out and interview people as much as I did. That was really important to my mental health and I hadn't realized. Um, so, you know, when I left the industry was, you know, when I talked to my doctor and said, I think I'm experiencing anxiety as well. Um, and I've been going to therapy and, uh, you know, learning more about ADHD and why I kind of struggled with certain things. And, uh, yeah, so now I'm just kind of working on it. I've been working as a waitress now to make some money and uh, figuring out what my next move might be. And I got to say, I might go back into news. And uh, that kind of sounds crazy. And I think some some of my family and friends would maybe say it's crazy because they saw how stressed out I was. Um, it is such a high pressure job constantly. It never ends. And you never feel caught up on, you know, knowing everything that's happening around you. So um, I definitely am doing better now. I'm like less stressed, sleeping better, taking care of myself. That's been the biggest thing is just taking care of myself, eating better, cooking, um, just like doing things I never had the time to do before. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think the pandemic and elections definitely led a lot of us to be completely burnt out. Um, and it's nice that you were able to take this break and that you're now reconsidering going back into the industry. Because I think once you decide to become a journalist, it's kind of in our blood. And it, it it's a passion that for most of us never really goes away. Um, before I ask you what is making you think about going back, I wanted to ask you because I spoke to another reporter who also took about 10 months off for her mental health and was waitressing. And she mentioned that she was making even more money when she was waitressing than what she was in the industry. Is that your case or is it different? So I'm lucky that um, I made more than I think most reporters in the industry. Um, you know, before I got my last job in Market 4, I thought I was going to leave the industry too because I just couldn't compute, you know, a low salary and paying rent anywhere that wasn't where I was. So, um, you know, I was lucky that I made enough there, but I did, you know, encounter a problem where I wanted to make the transition out of news. I looked into public relations, um, marketing, social media jobs, video jobs, and it was really difficult to find, it still is, you know, really difficult to find someone that will meet my salary where it was when I'm not so experienced in anything other than being a reporter. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I've actually been having that struggle, um, struggle myself. Like I've been applying to PR jobs, communication jobs, and no luck yet because nobody knows me on that field either. You know, I've built my career on journalism. So I, I feel you. <laughs> okay, and yeah. what's, so what do you think is making you want to go back into the industry? Yeah, well, part of the reason why I wanted to share my story with you um, is because things are changing and the industry needs to catch up, I think. 
Um, as a young person working in newsrooms, I feel like we were frowned upon by some people who maybe resent us because, you know, in the this very, very rapidly changing industry with the way people are consuming media changing so much, um, it, you know, it took a while for a lot of news stations and media outlets to really catch up to social media and pay attention to, you know, what people are consuming and how they're doing it. So, I mean, the misinformation that has gone around this past year has been so frustrating. I feel like, um, you know, there really should be more regulation in social media and that, um, you know, the media industry should be catering to that. So money needs to be put in the right places. Right now, a lot of TV stations, which is my experience working in broadcast TV, a lot of the demands are you need to fill this many minutes of television. We don't care what it is. And there's, so there's less focus on what's important that we should be spending time on. And there's just this old fashioned formula, this old fashioned mindset. You know, I had colleagues, you know, photographers I worked with who, you know, when they started, they used pagers and pay phones to gather the news and communicate with the newsroom. Things are so different now. And that was only a few decades ago. So I just think that um, managers, you know, they're often the older folks. They're the more experienced. But the younger people um, have a lot of insight. And I think I had a lot of that frustration, um, you know, in the newsrooms that I worked in was, hey, I'm the one who's going out in the field every day. I can tell you if they're sitting down and watching TV at six o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock at night, and people aren't doing that anymore. And I tried to bring that to, you know, my bosses and say, you know, we really need to be investing in staff, you know, for digital and, you know, our online presence. Um, so I think that things need to change and I'd like to be part of that change. I tried so hard in the last year to push through. I thought, you know, this is just really hard times right now with COVID. I mean, it was, and you know, and anyone who's watching this who knows, um, who worked as a journalist knows that, you know, people aren't calling you back. People are calling you fake news. People don't believe, um, you know, what you're putting out there. Um, I can give you one example that really uh, bothered me was a woman I knew in the area where I was a local news reporter. Um, you know, we had been reporting repeatedly that the reason why people need to adhere to COVID um, regulations was because hospitals were overwhelmed. So even if you are young and you're not so much worried about getting COVID, well, you know, we would, we would report this, you know, if you got in a car accident or if someone had a heart attack, you might not be able to get into the hospital and get the care you need. So that's why we need COVID cases to go down. Anyway, I was tagged in a Facebook post about that. And they tagged me personally and said, this should be on the news. And that really bothered me because I'm like, well, clearly you're not watching the news. And here you are publicly calling me out and saying that we aren't reporting this when this is what we've been saying all along. So there's a problem with management and there's a problem with the public and their view of the media. Um, it's, it's crazy. I've seen it. I've gone a lot of places as journalists and been treated well. I've been treated with respect by some, but a lot of disrespect as well. It's crazy. Yeah, and I definitely um, think that, you know, the industry definitely has a lot of improvements to be made 
in the model that they're using to tell news because I agree with you it's a really old model especially for the lo the local news stations um, which are still so focused on packages two-minute packages to fill a story on air and not really investigating or investing time and in seeing what's trending on digital platforms which is where most of the audience is and also um, to add to that back then uh, media definitely i mean we still have a lot of power as a news industry but back then if you weren't in the news industry or in entertainment somehow it was really hard for you to get famous and find a platform to speak out and raise your voice. Nowadays, with digital platforms, it's like one tweet, one tweet or one TikTok video, and you can be completely famous. Like the other day, um, I found this lady that cooks with mushrooms, and she was just giving so many recipes as to how mushrooms can be so healing. And it was like really cool. But when would you in the world have ever seen that? on news organizations you know even today like you you don't see that and i think that's part of the big shift that needs to happen that these digital platforms are allowing every single person in the world to be authentically themselves and to have a huge following and the media is 100 percent lagging behind on most digital platforms um, you know, and ratings are declining and a lot of journalists are leaving the industry. Some are also going back, like how you're considering going back. Um, but especially those journalists in smaller markets are getting completely burnt out by the coverage and are choosing different careers. I mean, I have several friends who I know have left the industry as well and, you know, myself included. Um, but Haley, I wanted to ask you, you know, I guess you already answered one of my questions, which is a call to action to the news industry and what you would like them to change. Um, but with those changes, can you speak to us about an experience that as a journalist has been very rewarding for you and, and talk a little bit about the, the upside of the industry and being a journalist? Yeah. Um... There are some really, really high highs. It's like high highs and low lows, you know, yeah. and that's what kept me it's in the roller coaster. for so long. Absolutely, yeah, so it is. <laughs> yeah, and being someone with ADHD, you know, when it all slowed down, it kind of all hit me after was the emotional toll and um, really all the things I experienced in such a short amount of time. It's um, overwhelming. But um, I did have some really rewarding experiences. I love meeting people. I have told some awesome stories. I've had people open up to me, you know. Um, journalists are generally confident, but I still, you know, struggle to ask very difficult questions to people who are in difficult situations. I've had um, a woman tell me her story about her daughter who died at a very young age, I think seven or eight years old and I'm just standing there it's very humbling and honoring to you know it's an honor to hear these stories and be trusted by people um you know I've had a lot of people reach out to me and um personally you know thank me for the the impact I made with their with their stories excuse me so I really loved it for um those reasons it was the most rewarding thing but 
um, in terms of a paycheck and in terms of uh, vacation or getting a break and really feeling a work-life balance or mentally healthy, um, you're not going to get those rewards. And how was the environment in the newsrooms that you've been in um, without pointing names or without using call letters of your stations? Um, you know, did you feel supported while you were struggling, for example, during COVID? I have had some great bosses and some really great mentors. I felt like um, my boss, a lot of times calling him would be what would help me, you know, when I was stressed out, um, they would calm me down. So um, it was really a lot of pressure that I put on myself. And I think a lot of other journalists can relate to this. Um, my bosses were really helpful. They tried to offer help. I worked as a multimedia journalist, which meant I worked alone. And, you know, they knew what I was up to. I pitched my stories to them and they approved them. But other than that, they really weren't part of the process at all. So asking for help was really difficult for me because I thought it would slow me down because I've got it all in here, you know, and I'm doing it so quickly that, yeah, if I had anyone else get involved and try to help me, that would slow me down. Um, so I, yeah, I don't really blame my managers. I think that um, this, this change that's happening, it, yeah, it's gotta be very overwhelming for a manager to, see all these changes and not even know where to begin. How do you structure things when it's such a crazy industry? So many things are going on at once. I don't know how you can manage a newsroom. So I really don't know what the solution is, but this is my perspective as um, kind of like an entry-level reporter is it's been really difficult to be heard. You know, I've, I've spoken up several times about what I experienced when I go out in the field, but um, they can't always act on it. It's usually like not my bosses, but they're higher up, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and props to those managers who have really taken the time to ask their journalists or their team, hey, how are you doing? Um, hey, I know it's been a little rough, but I hope you're okay. And let me know if you need a day off to take care of your personal health or to get back on your feet after covering a stressful, traumatic story or event, especially when you know, asking those hard questions to grieving mothers or grieving families because of the death of loved ones. Um, and then just a side note after that, um, for those non-journalists listening, uh, multimedia journalist is a, a person or reporter who wears multiple hats. So normally a multimedia journalist or MMJ will be editing their own story, filming their own story, driving to whatever the story is, making the phone calls, finding the people to interview, um, while also setting up the camera so it faces you, so you can record yourself to do your stand-ups to go on air. So it's the job of at least a photog, an editor, sometimes a producer, most times a producer, honestly, and the on-camera presence. It's at least four jobs in one day. It's a lot of stress. It's really hard. Um, and sometimes mistakes are gonna be made because you're doing way too many jobs in the amount of eight to nine hours. Um, Haley, so what, I mean, you already spoke about the breaking point for you to leave the industry. Um, I guess now that you have had this break to unwind, to 
you know, take care of yourself and are thinking of going back into the industry, um, what advice would you give yourself and your colleagues? Take care of yourself. I did not take care of myself before. And so in some ways I'm thankful for COVID and how it's changed my life because um, slowing down caused me to take care of myself. Like the littlest things, you know, like drinking water in the morning, making breakfast regularly, being in a routine. Um, the news industry is so crazy that it was so unpredictable, but usually as soon as I would wake up, I'd be looking for story ideas until my first meeting so that I would have something to pitch. Um, Cause I was just always behind and always felt behind and always felt that stress and pressure. Um, so yeah, take it easy, you know, really step back because I felt like I was just so wrapped up in COVID and in the news and in the politics. I was so wrapped up in it that I wasn't talking with my boyfriend at dinner. I wasn't um, sleeping at night because I was thinking about all these things going on in my, in my head. So um, I think that every journalist should really, take a break and it's hard to take a break, you know? And I think that um, managers in newsrooms are trying their best to encourage their employees to take care of themselves, but it's so much easier said than done. You know, we had that every meeting, they're like, you guys are doing great. We know it's really hard, but the pressure is not off. We still got to put a show on. Um, so do what you can to take care of yourself and, and be honest about the fact that you're not feeling yourself um, cause it took me a while. It took me a long while to admit anxiety feelings and that things were, were not right with me. So, and I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. And I actually have, um, a great example of managers who were trying so hard to keep you motivated and their teams. So my former manager, um, he, he was so great and so understanding throughout my whole situation last year before I actually ended up quitting that one day i you know he knew i was struggling he knew because i was getting sick constantly and i think he just wanted so much to help me out that he congratulated me one day in an email to the whole office you know an email was sent out every friday in my previous newsroom congratulating every employee that had done something great and sometimes it was like getting this great interview or you know turning around two packages or you know it was big things and he goes congratulations to emiliana for filling in for our main anchor and i used to fill in all the time and it was like it was so funny because i was like wow he's so kind he's trying to lift me up but at the same time we put so much pressure on ourselves, like you were saying, and we're so hard on ourselves and we want to do so great that I was like, I don't even deserve this. Congratulations. Like, I know I'm not doing great right now, you know? Yeah, and I know that. Unfortunate, but, but props to him because he really tried to be empathetic and he knew, you know, that I was struggling and he was trying to make it better. Um, so that's really cool. That's a really good point. And that reminds me that I feel like a lot of journalists do a lot of things, you know, you kind of maybe accomplish a lot of things or jump over a lot of hurdles that isn't noticed because you're doing it out there on your own. I remember one time just um, needing to pull over on a side of a busy, busy road yeah. just to get some B-roll. And usually that would only take a few minutes, but because it was a busy road, I had to only park in someone's driveway. So there I was going from house to house, knocking on doors, just to ask people if I could park in their driveway. 
And that's just like one of those battles that you face in a day. And you just have to find a solution as soon as possible. Exactly. And that it doesn't sound like a lot of time, but it takes a lot of time to do that. And it's time away from your editing or writing to get that story on air. Um, Haley, and lastly, some words of wisdom you've picked up along the way that you want to share. Something I've learned, and I'm still not the best at doing this, but I've learned this lately to be a really rewarding thing is keeping in touch with people, you know, um, taking that extra effort to call someone, a former colleague. You know, when I was really stuck this past winter, there were a couple months I really just like didn't, I was so confused about what I wanted to do if I wanted to leave news or not. And um, once I started talking to people on the phone, talking to my former colleagues, friends, family, they offered insight to how I've changed or what I'm good at um, and really made me feel better. So um, keeping in touch with people. And of course, that's helped me with the job search, you know, um, saying, hey, I'm looking for something because especially in this industry, it helps to know someone. And we're in a position where we're looking for someone to take a chance on a journalist who will see that we can do something else. So that would be my advice for anyone is, you know, make that effort to keep in touch, stay engaged, you know, whether it's through social media or um, picking up the phone. Exactly. I totally agree. Is there anything else you want to add before um, we say goodbye? Um, No, I hope I didn't make the industry look too bad um, because I've had some awesome, awesome experiences. It's just kind of hard to make it work. And I think a lot of journalists are figuring that out. Um, a lot of people, you know, don't stick with news. Um, but thank you for what you're doing, sharing this story, knowing that other people went through this. It's a heartbreaking thing to give up your dream job. Um, so thank you so much for for connecting us all. I really appreciate it. No, of course. I And I'm so thankful that you guys are, you know, deciding to share your stories with us because Hopefully, you know, I mean, every time I interview one of you guys, it just helps me on my healing journey as a journalist as well. And it reminds me why I love this job so much, why I'm so passionate about it, Um, but also the challenges that come with it. And that like, it's nice to know that I wasn't the only one going through it. Um, And I, I hope that this can help improve other journalists' mental health through your advice and everything you just said and telling us your story. And, you know, hopefully also help the industry improve a little bit more because there's definitely things that we can do better. Absolutely. Haley, thank you so much. It was so great speaking with you. Great speaking with you too. Journalists, this one's for you. To help you heal, to help you understand your worth, and to help you know you're not alone. So share the love and subscribe to Spotify and YouTube and follow us on Instagram. The Awakened Journalist is proud to present Media Healers by Emiliana Molina Fajardo.